The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and myself joke around, and we have David Allen Greer in studio. It's a fun one. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. <laughs> that was uh, that was Matt. Welcome to the show. Did you say that was Matt? Oh, uh, you heard that? Did you hear me coughing? Yeah. What the far out? This guy's out of his fucking mind. That's great. Here's the producer. Why? Well, I have a canker uh, oh, sore. Talking to people out. What? I have a canker sore in my mouth, so I'm talking weird. You always start conversations that way? No, but I'm letting you know if I talk weird, I have like a little, uh, it's this weird pants called, it's a canker cover. Oh, herpes. <clears throat> no, it's not a herpes. Oh, okay. It's, it's not, it's not, it's yeah, not in, uh, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> it's one of those things you get, and I never ever get sores yeah. in my mouth. I think I got it from my mouth guard because it cuts my mouth up when I'm sleeping. Yeah, so, so, so if I'm talking happened? like an idiot, I have a fucking. Where's your mouth been lately? You've been fucking eating around dingleberries and stuff. What you been doing? My mouth goes to very bad places very, very often, disgusting places. But this is this is like this is not a, an STD. Okay, good. I don't want to start the thing off with talking about disgusting things. No, but everyone gets canker sores, but yeah. uh, I never do. No, but no, I got this pad on, so I'm talking a little weird. So that's yeah. why I'll tell David as soon as he walks in. You gonna tell him that they're saying the story? We have David Allen Greer coming in very shortly. He's early, so we're gonna start with David. Yeah, and then we'll talk about the uh, Sergio Pettis fight and the card. Some really good fights in that. The Rashad Evans, of course, it was great fights. Really, I, I really can't great. wait to talk about it. We're gonna actually keep people in suspense. Yes. Yeah, so we, we we normally would talk and then yeah. do a guest. But I guess there's really so we'll do our guest and, and talk to him for a little while. I'm not sure if he's a UFC fan, but I'll ask him. I want to find that out right away. I like David. Um, I'm a big fan of his work. How was the Bogata? How was your weekend? It was great. Thank you. It was? Yeah. Did you see the video I posted? It was a guy sleeping in the front row. <laughs> no, are you serious? Yeah. I didn't see. Oh, did you do it on Twitter or Instagram? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram. And oh. Instagram. I'm going <laughs> to. That's. Wait a minute. Fast asleep. You killed him. Are you sure he didn't just like laugh and pass out? I would love him to have been dead. That was a that great. Is, that is freaking <laughs> great. Say something. I'm okay now. What was that? I just coughed. Oh my goodness. It's a weird sound. I actually, I, I muted it. It sounded like it came out your ass, but it was a cough. No, I muted the button. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy, yesterday I had the uh, annual Sarah BJJ barbecue. Oh. I was going to invite you. You should have. I would have went. Uh, yeah, I thought you'd get hounded though and, and, and be taking so many pictures. You can be like, oh, this is actually like an I'd appearance. I'd love to do that. I should be getting paid for this. No, my friend's barbecue. You know? I'd be delighted. I would. Next time I'm inviting you. What a good time. Gave out some well-deserved promotions. 
Where was UFC it? fighter Aljo Sterling? I gave him his, his brown belt. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was so happy. Where he was, was it? He's freaking awesome in grappling jujitsu. Uh, it was at Eisenhower Park in uh, Nassau County. That's great. Long Island. We have it every year, man. It's such a good time. Good, good people. And uh, did you eat any barbecue food? You know what? I didn't really eat that much there at all. Even though there was, I got a, a couple of my guys, Billy Tats. It's like a tradition. That guy's where. He works the, the the grill from the, the time it gets started. Him and my buddy Brian Stan, and they they they're, they're on that that grill all day long. Good, they're, they're troopers. Brian Stan. Brian Stan. He's a he's a NYPD. Good, oh, good, I thought thinking of Brian Stan. You know, oh, uh, Brian Stam. I'm sorry, that's right. I said Brian Stan, yeah. didn't I? They got such similar names. I'm like, you got a lot um, of juice. You get the UFC. Yeah, after right. That. Come flip. Yeah, Dominic Cruz fucking working with the the kids program, but uh, no, we had the kids things for the kids. We got. You know, things for the adults. It's just a good time, man. Everybody just hanging out, good barbecue. It's nice. Give out some promotions. I would love to. And have it gone. was. And then later on, after that, I would. Now, oh, now you make me feel bad. I would have. <laughs> I thought it'd be more of me saying it, and it'd be nice, and it'd be like, oh, now he's gonna feel like he has to go because he's my buddy, and then he's gonna go and he's gonna get mobbed. What time was it? You know, it was uh like I don't know, start around noon. I got sure. there a little. Late. I got there by around two, and uh, whatever, man. It goes till I uh, we. It goes to, to to when it gets dark, you know. And right after that, I went to my wife's uh, uh, uncle Tony's house, and uh, you know where the wine flows like beer. It was delicious. Yeah. And then they oh they had barbecue and hanging out, kids doing cartwheels. It was a good day. You enjoyed it. After that, Jimmy, Game of Thrones. Did you watch that? I watched today. Jimmy, uh, let me tell you something. I'm caught up except for it's today. It's so good. Yeah. I was alone all day yesterday. I had no no. I went to dinner by myself. Did you? I was Jimmy? very lonely yesterday. Well, you did. Now you're just saying it because I didn't invite you to the no, barbecue. I was. I'm thinking that you're in AC because it's a Sunday. and I came home Saturday night late. You came home Saturday night late. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? What'd you do last night? I just went to dinner by myself. What'd you, <laughs> <laughs> you just go to like the, what did the, you the cellar, right? And hang out if you want. I didn't. Notice. I could have. But you could, right. It's a weird thing, man. There's times where I really like just being by myself. Yeah. You know? Sunday nights are not one of them, though. No, I would love no. to have some friendship. My sister-in-law's in town, so Saturday during the fights, which we're going to talk about later on, which we talked about. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, you look really funny when you got your finger in your mouth like that. I know you got a cankus law, but you're staring. People don't see what I'm what saying. What happens <laughs> is I'm, I'm, I have this pad <laughs> in my, on my canker sore. It dissolves, but yeah. it sticks to your teeth. So you try, I'm trying to smile. Well, I'm looking at you. you. It looks like you're playing like a pirate. You got one eye like shut. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. You have your hand in your mouth like you're blowing your finger. Can you practice. be normal for two seconds? <laughs> I want you to meet a girl if I don't practice. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing, Jimmy. You just fucking make me laugh. Should we bring in David? Well, I, I think we should do yeah. that. I'm already having fun. I'll tell him I have a canker sore and I can't smile. Sarah BJJ barbecue next year. Uh, no, you're, you're invited. Oh, now you're not. Now you don't want to go. I want to go. Okay, I'm sorry for yelling. Would love to go. You're definitely invited. As long as they don't fire. Oh, me by the way, there. I put up a, a picture last week with the green balls that that guy yes. in the subway gave me. I saw that. Me and and finally, I put that was Crystal Producer was in there. People are almost like upset. They're not saying he's like an ugly dude or nothing. Like he looks nothing like I pictured. They pictured like a, one guy's like, oh, I pictured a surfer dude. <laughs> And I, another guy's like, I, how about, how many, did you read any comments? Yeah, I looked at all Nobody, the comments. Nobody. Chris looks like half of the guys on the no fly list. <laughs> <laughs> well, the beard maybe with that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but they thought he looked, they, they expected some surfer guy. I don't know what they expected. I don't either. You know? But, uh, oh, hello, David. Hello, sir. How are you? Matt, Matt, Sarah, nice to see meet bud. you. 
I feel underdressed this right away. Listen, you must be going to late night TV after this. No, I was doing a deposition, man. It's court day. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> yes, I am. You are okay. <laughs> you never know. You're in yes. show business. It could be something weird that happens. Right. Could be always. A, there is always. something always. I was just watching you in the cab on Kimmel. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. I did that a few days ago. I'm a little punchy, man. Now you look good though. Yeah, you and me both. Dude, I saw Chappelle <laughs> last night. How was he? I'm sure he was at Radio City. He was great, man. Chris and uh, everybody. Is, oh, we're the only two people who were not on stage. Oh, oh really? Are, are you a true fan of other comics? Because Jimmy doesn't even watch other comics. I know that you're not a I, fan, I Jimmy. understand because that's our business, man. Yeah. Especially, you don't want to watch comedy with me because I'm just sitting there dissecting it. Yeah, you don't laugh, right? You're just like, ah, like that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. But I mean, <laughs> I hadn't seen these guys were friends. I've known them for forever. Yeah. And it was really inspiring for me to go see these guys. And, um, you know, someone online goes, why weren't you up there? And I'm like, I'm good. I was eating yeah. popcorn. Yeah. Let them sweat. You who, entertain me. Who went up? I know I saw Kevin Hart had tweeted something mm-hmm. the, the night before that he and Chris went on one night. Chris went on. Um, Dave went on. Uh, Jeff Ross. Will Sylvans, I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> uh, who's my boyfriend? Uh, Russell Peters. Okay. Uh, Arsenio Hall. Oh my I mean, god! It was a cavalcade. Wow. Now was Dave bringing them on? Uh, no, I mean, well, you kind of hear him and stuff. You know, like he talks to the audience at one point and he says, you know, welcomes everybody. But Arsenio was kind of like the MC dude. Oh, know? they went on first. Of course. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought maybe Dave went up and brought them on. Okay. Was this well, the no, then it was at the Radio City Music Hall. Oh, well, so, how much time these guys do? Ten minutes. I didn't, I, I, I I'll say like Chris, yeah, everybody's set was short, except for, of course, you know, Chris did a, uh, like about 45 minutes and Dave did about an hour and uh, it was just cool. It was Following nice. Chris Rock doing 45 minutes, that's pretty ballsy. Didn't blink, didn't blink an eye. Yeah, me too. I came out there with songs and magic tricks, yeah. all kinds of shit. <laughs> oh no, he's talking like, about Trump, the same shit I'm talking about, because Chris is topical, so it's like, yes. oh fuck. No, that's, you know, strange. But anyway, that's what I did last Can time. I ask you guys both something yeah. as, as stand-up comics? When you're in the back and you're watching mm. the other acts, and it's, at this, it's I mean, it's going to be hard to be honest with this. Are you wanting them to, I don't know if it's your friend, you want them to do mm-hmm. well, but you know you're up later on. Do you want them to... Do really well, I honestly, in your heart, or do you want to die? <laughs> oh, no, be serious. Be I want serious. them to suffer. I love it, especially <laughs> no. if it's my friends. If I'm walking through and I see Colin Quinn not getting a laugh, I just <laughs> that's when I watch. <laughs> well, see, for comics, that's when it gets uh, funny. Yeah. yeah, that's when I start laughing. But actually, I mean, when I see someone that's great at their craft, it inspires me to. Yeah. I want to be. I want to go higher than they are. Yeah, that inspires me to do better. You know, and not be a dinglings going, you know, uh, to telling Vietnam jokes and shit like that, you know. Yeah. Jokes. So it was cool. It was cool. What time did it start? Eight o'clock? Eight o'clock and it just ended. <laughs> fucking it sounds ended. like Well, it. Dave only doing an hour is pretty miraculous. He does a lot of time. It is. It was, it was very disciplined and all that stuff. But wait, I came here to talk about the knuck-knuck, the fights, man. What's up? Are you a no, fight fan? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. A little bit. You I watch? saw the John Bones Jones fight. Yeah. How'd you like which, it? Oh, it was First awesome. DC. I was with uh, a friend of mine. I was like, when homeboy kicked dude, I was like, you know he just got hit in his jaw with a fucking two by four exactly like i a mean bat. that part yeah. of your leg was just Might as well take it back yeah. to the head yeah Ooh. and before that i didn't know i mean i thought what do you guys think i felt bad for dc and dc was i talked to john this morning he was doing and good. dc was doing very well very good i asked him about that um 
that when he looked like he was a little shell shocked in between rounds, and he said he was getting, he said he hadn't warmed up properly, and he said so that was he was getting his lungs, and he goes that's why I looked a little bit frazzled in between rounds. Uh, but Cormier, I thought was was doing great. He was closing the he distance. I mean, he was 12, 12 inch. Uh, reach but wait, how many rounds was it? The third round. Third round, he knocked him out. Okay, here's what I saw. I know, and in retrospect, we're all like, "Oh yeah, I saw Jim was winded." He did seem to slow down in that third round. Uh, Cormier, Cormier wasn't did, as yeah. active, and that gave John an opening, and he just went bam. That's what I saw. I Cormier mean, did slow down a little bit yeah. in that round, but he also had that thing. We played it last week where he'll tilt his head a certain way, and he was mm-hmm. joking with John before the first fight yeah. that you're not going to catch me doing that and kick me in the head. So that mm. was something that they knew he did, and Jones is just was waiting for him to do that. Yes. And he happened to do it, and yes. he caught him. But felt, we all know, yeah. like, you know, in a fight, Anybody can dance for two rounds. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, anybody can show you all kind of moves for like a round yeah. and a half. It's that, f- but but I know in UFC the rounds aren't. You know, you don't do twelve rounds. You five well, rounds. Five, five minutes is five oh, minutes. That's two. Yeah. That's almost two boxing rounds with no break, man. Yeah. So uh, that fatigue makes well, you revert. DC did a great job of uh, backing him up and getting in his face. Some dirty boxing mm. when when uh, John would try to get him in the tie clinch. Uh, if you misjudge that. That distance for just mm-hmm. a second, and mm-hmm. the height, and especially with that height difference, mm-hmm. that leg is—it's so easy for John to bring that leg up. And uh, yeah. once it landed, Dude. what I really liked about when it landed is—is is the fact that how patient John Jones was when he yeah. followed him down. He wasn't just head hunting; <laughs> he kicked out his legs because yep. he, he already was like a he, surgeon. He was already on ice skates, yeah. And then he kicked out his leg and then followed him up and followed. It was—it was. It was Beautiful and it was brutal and it was uh, why he's just the phenomenal. He really why he's is. number one. Yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, for Cormier not to just be flat out knocked the fuck out after yeah. one kick, the fact that he was still in any way standing yeah. was miraculous. Well, he's a, he, he has a hard head. He's the only guy that took Rumble Johnson's punches. He's a guy. He was. I don't think he's. He's never been finished. He's only lost once. It was to Jones and now right. twice. And I, I don't even know if he had ever been knocked down. Did Jones ever knock him down? Or did Rumble knock him down? I don't remember. He may have been. I wouldn't call it like a, a straight knockdown, but I mean, Rumble rocked him, but he recovered quickly. <laughs> and his, Cormier's cardio is great. He's done a lot of five rounds. I think he went five rounds with Gustafson. Am I yeah. correct about that? Oh, yeah. He went five rounds with Jones the first time. Hey, man, DC knocked that mouthpiece out in the beginning. Yo, it's like, hey, Whoa. man, I said, uh-oh, uh-oh here he we means, go. And he was, here we he, go. he was doing better than the first fight. Yeah. And if he could have kept that pace up, or you know, listen, well, woulda, coulda, shoulda, but that's a big if. Yes, yeah. John noticed it too. He said he was much different. He was fighting yeah. much better than he was the first time, and then he wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing great until you get kicked in the head. Now, what do you guys think about Joe interviewing the dude? I mean, I think. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Well, well, I think part of it is normal people or fans don't really know what happens physiologically when you get knocked out. This is so great. his crying. And all that, that is your body reaction. It's like someone pulls a plug on a fan or a stereo that just goes dead. Now, Am I right or what wrong? is so great about what you just brought up, mm-hmm. and it's very right, and uh, me, myself and uh, Ray Longo um, were talking about this the other day, and Ray goes, how come everybody, because this is a big thing, people are giving him, and former fighters, mm-hmm. <clears throat> giving me, Frank Mir, giving DC crap about judging him on crying after the fight first of all what joe rogan he it was 
Joe's original idea, they listen, man, I can't be interviewing these guys after they get knocked out. It's not, it's not fair to them. And he even admitted, he goes, look, man, I really just screwed up. I got caught up in the moment. He just I saw, saw DC and he yeah, had to listen, ask Listen, it him. happens, yeah, man. Joe, I don't, listen, Joe, Joe's the Joe, best. Joe, Joe apologizes. It's yeah. not, yeah, he wasn't on purpose. Hold him at fault. But, yeah, yeah. But what you just said is what myself and Ray Longo was talking about. And Ray's seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. He goes, Ray's in the box. You know, he's got a, a fighting gym. When guys get knocked out, one of the most common things when they get a concussion is that they cry. Oh, they, yeah. they don't have to be a crier. It's not mm-hmm. like they're emotional. Exactly. I mean, I mean, Ray was telling me, he goes, Ray, he goes, he goes, Matt, he goes, I had the, this guy, Joe, he was, he was in my, he was bawling. He mm-hmm. was crying. He doesn't remember, but he did not remember what happened. It's like, and that, and, and it's exactly the way your body reacts. So it's or not about this guy being. baby talk. I heard yeah. football players. Yeah. Dude, Marcellus Wiley was talking about the dude who got hit so hard. He was like, Mama, I want some chocolate cake. <laughs> Mama. Oh, you said they teased oh. him to do Mama. Mama, I'm ready for the chocolate cake. Listen, that would like, be. Uh, if your mama's it, not here, then there really is no chocolate <laughs> cake, homeboy. Oh. Well, that must have been a brutal locker room for the rest of his time at the team. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Imagine that. If that was with the Joe Rogan interview, imagine. He started, Mama, I want some chocolate imagine cake. Imagine DC started asking for chocolate ah. cake. That would be, that would be glorious. Snoop, but, um, Snoop said he cried like a bitch, but I'm like, nah, he didn't cry like a bitch he just oh and snoop said that yeah snoop, well first of all in snoop's defense he was probably high when he that said that true. and i, <laughs> I, I love snoop dog and listen he makes a lot of jokes and this and that yeah. he shouldn't have said that that's actually wrong that's really yeah. bad that's bad to say. because uh you know because the furthest thing from a bitch anybody that judges him whether it's frank Mir or whoever else what frank say he was saying that when he fought and he's lost he goes you don't cry after a fist fight He's being that, you know, like, you know, the macho guy where, you know, he's like, and when he fought and he's saying he's lost and he's got his ass kicked, he said, when he's got his ass kicked, he, he would go back to his locker room and go, I need a minute. And he'd go into a bathroom stall and cry. Mm. Everybody's different. Oh, but he would but, do it. But at the same time, he you don't know if this guy's concussed. Yeah. You don't know, he was, you know he what I mean? concussed. He was. Well, first Who? of all. No, no, no. No, oh, no, yeah. not DC. I'm talking about Frank Mir. No, no. I mean, oh. I was talking about when Frank Mir says he goes into the stall if when he's got his ass kicked, so Frank has he, cried after losses. He, but not he wouldn't lie. He wouldn't give anybody. And I can understand not giving the opponent the benefit. You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 satisfaction. That satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it's like David was saying that it's not. So it's not. You're, you're knocked out. You can't control it. It's just the way your body reacts. So people giving him shit. Hey, man. Yes, he could have been devastated. Or he could have been just concussed and not really. That's what I think you it know? is. Because yeah. they, they had they interviewed a series of boxers describing a knockout. Yeah. The best description he said, one boxer, uh, uh, Leon Spinks, his brother. What was it? Michael Spinks. Michael Spinks said, he said it was like someone takes a photograph of you with a flash. That's all you, if you remember yeah. that. Wow. So another boxer described, he bolted up. And he saw his boxing shoes across the room and he looked down and he realized they were off. So he yeah. scrambled to put his shoes on and his yeah. trainer put his hand on his shoulder and said, son, the fight's over. Yeah. Hey, you've been knocked out. And he burst into tears. So what I'm saying is you don't have a, a lot of memory. Oh. What the fuck happened? You just been knocked out. So you're trying to deal with all that and you're on national TV. My, my, uh, Humiliating. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a weird. Uh, Much like bombing. Yeah, you know it's funny, <laughs> but I don't mind as much. So you when, probably remember it. Every oh, you do. I cry after it too. No, I just want the audience to cry. Good, suffer. Um, Frank Mir, I don't mind as I don't mind a fighter saying it as much because no, no, a fighter's no, a guy yeah. who's at least has a, a case history right. of going. Hey, this is how I handle it. You, sh- okay, fine. You know, but, but when okay. non-fighters say it, it's like right. well, they, they fucking never got punched in the face or for, kicked for in the- him to get in the ring with yeah. John Jones yeah. and not cry. 
is bravery. But it's also I, thank you. Yeah, and I know what you're saying with Frank Mir as far as he's been in there, so he has the right to talk about it. I understand. I that. respect his opinion but, more. But as a guy that's been in there, he should be a little bit more. Hey, man, this guy's right. concussed. Yeah, you know, it's not a macho thing. Sure. Not, he probably can't even control it. All I right. remember. My very first fight in the UFC, I got stopped with a spinning back fist by Shoney Carter. With 15, I didn't like that. I didn't like it. You, you, <laughs> how do you think I like it? So, uh, and I was, I was winning the fight. Had like literally like around fifteen seconds left on the clock, and I just rushed him. Mm. What's that song? Only fools rush in. And yep. listen, they can't all be gems. But so there was. I ran in. He faked the kick. He spun, and he caught me with that. And now, in the very first round, I'm in the hospital after this. Right? They put me in a stretcher and. And I was okay. It wasn't a bad. It was a bad knockout. It was cool to look at because it was it was a highlight clip on years to come. But it wasn't bad where I was sitting there twitching or anything. I just kind of went down and and then I, I was I was back really quick. But when I'm in the hospital, they take you to the hospital. I'm in the hospital. Yes, they overnight. Everybody, no, no, they just did some tests and everything. I was cool. I was fine. But uh, when they had when they did that when I was in the hospital. I was talking to the team doctor, Dr. Sherry. I was talking to Ray Longo, my trainer. And they go, listen, man, I can't believe he caught you with that shit twice. Oh, and I'm wow. like, wait a minute. What the fuck? I go, what are you talking about? I got caught with it once at the end of the fight. They go, they go, nah, nah, they go holy shit. You know, he's, yeah, they, you, know, you, know you got fucked end, up. They have to of, tell you what happened. End of the first round, wow. which I watched later in the fight. Wow. I uh, I got caught with a spinning backwards sure. also, which was probably worse than the ending one. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't even, I didn't even remember that. I don't remember sitting between in between rounds, and uh, and it was just one of those things where I'm like, I was arguing with them that I only got hit once, but I did get so hit that's twice. Like a, fighting is like a night in Vegas. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> People telling you what you, you did. remember little pieces Piece it together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, I got another question. So, what is going on with Conor McGregor and Ooh. Paulie Malinacci, man? That's funny. So I, was I mean, what do you really think happened? Uh, now, what is he beefing about, Paulie? Well, he Paulie said that. Says, yeah, go ahead. Conor McGregor and his team took advantage of him because yeah. they put out a picture that looks as if he Conor not- just knocked him down and he's standing over him. And Paulie said, you know, that's not what happened. Yeah, I slipped and now he's coming back more and more. Yeah. You know, they paid him. So uh, that maybe McGregor doesn't look as good as he was saying he did before. Maybe he shows some flaws. And, he pushed and, him off. I think yeah. McGregor was a push off and he fell or something, but he shouldn't have. But they tweeted it like it was a knockout. Yeah, that's kind of wrong. What I you, mean, it's very wrong. What they say is, you know, what happens in the training room should stay there. Right. I mean, people are going to talk. They do. People whisper. And that's why he's training, but, man. Yeah, know. exactly. If I was so, Conor, I would release footage of only me on the floor. Let Mayweather think that you're getting the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. You don't want to look good in sparring. I don't. I mean, personally, I don't think that McGregor really has a chance of winning. But this is so much money. Yeah, he is. Trust me, he's working out his check cashing hand. Yeah, that, I mean, a hundred million dollars, man. Come on, Floyd will make more than that, and, and Conor will probably make sixty to eighty million. <laughs> Still, that's enough. Oh, I mean, that's come enough. On, come you on. think? Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, I hope that it is a competitive fight. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, if history tells you anything, you know, Floyd is not known for knockouts. Yeah. He's very defensive. Yep. He's going to protect himself. And uh, if Connor can get in there within the rules uh, and do some damage and make it a competitive fight, that would be great to watch. Sure. I mean, I yeah. think none of us want to just see five rounds of, you know. Dancing and bullshit? Exactly. Yeah, no. No, not at all. I wonder if... Uh, where it could be something, I mean, if 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 Floyd wants to try to make an example or make make Conor mm-hmm. look silly and make a miss and hit him, and 
if he stays in his shell and plays the way he normally plays, it, it, it's you know, I, I hope I hope that's not what we're seeing. I do too. I hope he tries yeah. to to actually hurt Connor, and in in doing so, could leave him out there to be hurt. Also, yeah, for a counter you know what I mean, so because because Connor does have ability. So if he thinks that Connor doesn't belong anywhere near that ring with him, he doesn't belong in that ring with him, mm. and he lets go, he opens up a little more. He may that could be something. It depends you know? what Connor brings him. I mean, I also feel like uh, Connor is gonna try. Yeah. Which is what we all want. Sure, well, I mean, he's going to try and throw, hit him with something. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't and, be surprised and, if he messes around. Now he's not going to do nothing stupid with like break the rules. But I wouldn't be surprised if he dances, does that capoeira dance a little bit, and yeah. goes into something. Well, didn't he they put like, it in the contract? Yeah. I mean, like if he violates yeah. the rules, I mean that's what I think. Like he kicks a him. certain oh, number this, of UFC oh, fans yeah. hope. But if he, you know, does a knee kick or some yeah. a donkey kick, man, I mean he <laughs> will be so severely, a donkey punch. What? Yeah, all the okay. people may like it. <laughs> He might uh, forfeit a lot of his money. Oh yeah, that's yeah. too. That's too much money, dude. This is too much money. Nobody's gonna fuck this up. The the the, the one thing that uh, that he has going for him, Connor, is he has that peace of mind, knowing that if it's a real fight, that he could kick his ass. So he has yeah. that going. Right, look, in a real fight, I he has nothing to really lose. Because all right, if worst comes to worst, he gets knocked out. All right, Trust hey man, me. you He's put me in a real fight. I'll, I know I can beat the shit out of this guy. So it puts you a little bit more. It lets your ego. It gives you a little bit more room to just let your Bro, hands go. Bro, he's going to have a big yeah. fluffy pillow filled with yeah. $100 bills. He's going to be fine. <laughs> I'm not you worried knock about me out for $80 million, I'll be there right yeah. with you. Yeah, you fucked me up. <laughs> good job. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. Sure. And, also, and, and I want to say, what do, I, I had a question for you. You're promoting yeah. uh, your new game. It's on the Game Show Network. It's mm -hmm. called Snap Decision, mm -hmm. where people have to kind of look at like video of other people and just make decisions on them, and then you of see course. how right or wrong they are. It's what we do every day, walking home. What a great idea train. for a show. It's basically should be called profiling man yeah you know the deal man when you walk down a street it, it is an instinct that we've had since we were cavemen you walk in a forest clearing who is going to eat me who is going to try and fuck me who is going to be my friend so yeah. that's basically what it is we can't call it profiling yeah. but uh that's the fun of it so when people really go with that stereotype so you get two old white ladies, some big black dude. You say, who's a hip-hop artist? The black dude, then that's just an opening for me to mess with him. Right. You know, why would you say that? Because it's not always that way anyway. It's not always that way, although you know, a lot of times it is. A lot of times yeah. we make them. That's why we, when we see mm -hmm. a guy crossing, we, driving a car, we make a snap judgment. He's not going to run me over because it's right. a stoplight. Yeah. You know, we kind of know. like, All right, so all profiling isn't bad. We only get mad at profiling when it's negative. But oh, if it's yeah. positive profiling, like, oh my God, he looks helpful. No one ever gets right. mad at that. Well, if, you, if you're going home, you're walking down the street and you see a bunch of dudes coming at you yeah. immediately you're going to assess are they drunk sure are they is there a problem yeah. gang? should yeah. I cross the exactly. street like when I'm driving with Chris the producer and we're mm -hmm. at a uh, at an intersection and he sees some black gentlemen walk by and he mm -hmm. locks the door I go, I go Chris, Chris that's I go Chris hey, the man. producer that's, that's profiling you know you go that's profiling lock, go, the, door, lock the door lock the door Chris lock the door <laughs> I was there. Windows up. No, hey. like Chris, the guy's seventy. <laughs> hey, man, I was in Laguna Beach, <laughs> Laguna Beach, California. It was sunset. Laguna Beach is a rich, white beach yeah. town, and I'm at the stoplight, and I'm about to cross the Pacific Coast Highway, and this old white couple pulls up, and a oh, dude no. looks at me and locks his door, and oh, my no. instinctive reaction is the light changes. It's all right. I'm on television. <laughs> <laughs> I trouble way. Right. I'm one of the good. How about the good no, ones? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Was it Charlie Barnett? Somebody had a joke. You know, it's 25 years old about being on a plane. And he said, I walked by a woman and she clutched her purse. 
Mm-hmm. And he said, bitch, where am I going to go? Yeah. Oh, that's- <laughs> Charlie Barnett. I was talking about Charlie Barnett. May he rest in peace. I only man. worked with him once. I didn't know him well. I did a movie, man. I did a movie with Charlie. I remember seeing him in the park. You know, he used to hold In it Washington down. Square, right? Yep. He used to hold it down in Washington Square Park. Now, the story was, we did this movie. It was a terrible movie, by the way. It's called Beer. Okay. You don't know it. <laughs> no, I'm a DC it's, cab guy. It's, it, we, it, I wish we would have gotten to that level of artistic excellence. <laughs> but anyway, so, so we were shooting in Canada, and Charlie Barnett crossed the border. And, you know, the customs people said, uh, what is your, state your business. And he said, well, I'm here to kill a white man. Plink! The cuffs went on. He's just joking. They lo- oh, yeah. They locked him up immediately. So the police had to go, you know, bail him out. And we had to change the board, change the schedule. Yeah, Charlie Barnett was a unique individual. He's the guy who That's discovered right. Chappelle. Chappelle gives mm. a lot of credit to Charlie for bringing him up. He was a, uh, a comedian and he worked, he worked the streets. He wound up getting HIV and, and uh, doing yeah. Uh, drugs. Uh, uh, yeah. And the time I worked with him, I, I, I don't know, I was supposed to work with Bobcat. It was when the L.A. riots broke out. It was in mm-hmm. Jersey. And I think Charlie was the fill-in because Bobcat couldn't leave L.A. because his family. Right. There was riots happening. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, and you were also in, in a, one of my favorite movies, uh, A Soldier Story. Yes. What yes. an amazing, yes. amazing underrated movie that is with uh, uh-huh. Adolf Caesar and, and Denzel Washington. And who, who's Howard the, Rollins. The, how, didn't he just die? He didn't just die, but he died a he while did. ago. I think of uh, AIDS-related complications. It was, right? Yeah. I'm, I don't know, but I mean, I think that's what it was. Who but, else was in that besides yourself? Well, come on. It was Denzel. Yeah. Uh, Sam Jackson Sam- didn't, they didn't even let him read, I don't think, because his part was written out. We had all, Den- Denzel, myself, uh, Sam had all done the play together. Right. And Sam played one of the soldiers, and he was the one who had all these girlfriends, and they would all read, you know, he'd be reading the love letters all the time. Uh, his character was cut, and at the time... So he's not in the movie? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Okay. I don't even think he auditioned, or was able to. I mean, you know, at the time, I was like, wow, it's too bad for Sam, you know, his career is kind of... Yeah, and of course. He's I remember fine. him from coming to America. When oh he yeah, was there. <laughs> holding up the place. He's and now fine. Don't worry about Sam. He's oh good. man, I, I just he's seen him the other day in the uh, in the new Kong movie. I saw that on the plane. He that does like, every what a good. That wasn't bad, movie. by the way. Really? Guys. Did yeah. you see it? <laughs> wasn't bad. The, the right. Kong Skull Island. That one. I want to see that. About. It's on demand. You see that? No. It's not bad. But yeah. King Kong is on steroids now, right? I mean, he's yeah. jumping on shit. Yeah, yeah, they're making him big. He's, yeah. a, he's, he's bigger than And he's fast, too. He's like was, fast, like... Uh, I was shocked. I, I enjoyed that movie. That was a fun movie. It was. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, Your voice got yeah, real creepy and curvy right there. It does get creepy. Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's talking about The Woodsman. Oh. Fucking Jimmy's favorite movie. But you know I was in The Woodsman, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Well, I play Kevin Bacon's employer and i give him his job back. oh my god that's my favorite reference ever is the woodsman i i love that movie i thought that was great i just didn't remember is it about a pedophile but yeah kevin dig. kevin bacon plays a pedophile but dig so i take this girl we're in sundance i take her to the screening and she got real weird and creepy in the whole movie i was like yeah man and i had not seen it this is a first time director uh i thought we did really well you did all the parameters no money and at one point she said, thanks for making me relive my childhood. And I'm still <gasps> like, egotistical actor, shh, hold on, here's my scene. And I'm like, uh, uh-oh, abort. Maybe it's not going to go. You ain't going to get none tonight. I was like, what are you talking about? 
said, yeah, well, I was abused, and uh, this is bringing back all those memories. So I was like, oh, uh, shit. Well, well, it's a movie. What do you, you know, you didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I'm telling you, I didn't know. Yeah, she be, didn't tell me that. Yeah, you be mad put at the that guy who did it. Yeah, you yeah. should have put that on your profile. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I and mean, again, she didn't <laughs> expect to see it. I know. It wasn't like me and my boys were like, we're going to fuck her up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, I felt bad. I felt yeah. Well, that's yeah. a couple extra therapy sessions for her. Yeah. Hey, who's like, oh, Wings Hauser was in uh, Soldier Story. Wings Hauser. He was in a great movie called Vice Squad where he played a pimp. He's a, he was a white guy. He played a, a white pimp. And uh, and Fred Berry was in that movie. He stabs Fred him in the dick. Fred Berry? Yeah, in, in Vice Squad. He was you a, know, to stab him in the dick, that's very, you got to have a good aim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, he put him on. He was wearing a satin robe and he got stabbed in the balls. It was a great. Wow. Anyway, back to a soldier story. No, let's take these left turns. <laughs> I like that shit. I know. I love a soldier story. Wings Hauser was intense. He was, right? Man. He was a good guy. Played like a soldier? That. Yeah. Well, or I watch, I'm a movie. It's buff. a great movie, man. It I is really good. It. It's great. basically a murder mystery. Yeah, and it's just set in a unique time. How it's long ago was this? It was 19. Hold on. Uh, was it 89? 90? Oh, oh, it's, right. oh, it's back. Was it more than that? Was it 86? It was 84. Oh, was it that long ago? Oh, yes. my God. Hold on. You're going to edit this, right? Ask me again. <laughs> uh, it was 1984. Oh, no wonder I why I didn't, I didn't see 84. That. I was young. I had hair, everything. Man. <laughs> you were good at it, though. You were very good. I was, you know, trying to do my thing, man. <laughs> so you were an actor before stand-up. Absolutely. But, dude, oh. when I came out of uh, drama school... I did this play on Broadway about Jackie Robinson, the first black professional uh, major league ball player. So in my playbill where you have your uh, bio, a woman brought me that by my, my playbill from that first show. And I put on there has performed in comedy clubs all over the country, which was complete bullshit. But. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember writing it, but for some reason, even at that time, I was like, this is where the sexy is, stand-up comedy, and I want to get in that world, and it was my way of trying to push it and include myself in that world, even back then, so yeah. it was always a goal. Well, you probably don't remember, what year did you host? Um, you, you host, you introduced me in a Comedy Central, it was a premium blend or whatever. Ah, it was right after, uh, was it right after 9-11? No, I, I, it might have been, I want to say this was, maybe it was, I thought it was older than that, but it might have been 2001. I think it was because I know I hosted, if you guys look it up. I thought 97, but I could be wrong. I, I don't know, man. You yeah. see, I didn't get my own movie right, but, <laughs> but I'd hosted a, a premium blend like Close to after 9-11. What, what year is uh, it? It's saying November 16, 2001. Oh, Bingo! Shit. I knew it! Ah, wow. I knew it! Who's on that episode? Do you know? Can you look that up? I can look, yeah. Well, uh, Brody Stevens, right? I was on That's one of the good. premium blends. Moni Love. Moni Love, They gave, we gave her the light twice, and she did an HBO special. So oh, I was yeah. like, fuck you. And then they wonder why you cut it down in post. Like, well, where's all well, my we jokes? She, yeah. They started the band on her. Oh, really? Brody and Moni are two of the people. And then there was this white dude who went to high school with the Wayans. But his routine was kind of like, he was like the hip white dude. Was he good? I won't. He was then. I mean, okay, yeah. I don't know what's he doing now. That was a long time ago. But yeah, he's cool. Uh, yeah, so that's what I remember. So maybe we were on that. But I remember seeing you, Jim, 
at the old comedy festivals in Aspen. Oh yeah! Oh my God! I yeah. didn't even know you did comedy. I just saw you. Neither did like, the audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were like a super fan or whatever. I saw you a bunch. I was like, oh, that's that dude again. Hey man, what's up, man? Yeah. Yeah, I have that nag. I creep people out of me. There's something about me. I look like a problem. I know, but I do that too. If I'm in, like, I'm really into motorcycle racing and a Valentino Rossi. That's my dude. But. I've gotten creepy on him. I apologize if he's listening. <laughs> really, you like it? You like? I've never. Yeah, but I mean, I was the same dude. Like, can I take a picture again? It's like you were just here yesterday. Really? I know. <laughs> can you sign my jacket this time? Do you have a motorcycle? I have too many. I just bought another one. I mean, oh, I have wow. six of them. Aren't you scared? They scare me. I had a moped accident when I was yeah. a kid. They frighten me because of the damage you can take if you have a minor mistake. It's true, but mm. it's like this, man. I don't drive dangerously, mm. and. It, if it happens, it's gonna happen. Uh, I don't really ride in the street. I usually ride, you know, in the mountains and the hills, you know, on trails and stuff. Oh, not like cool. in traffic. Sure. And I just like it. I'm sorry. When I'm you do, sorry. you're not zipping. Like, nyah, 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 like I've those. done that, but I'm too old for that shit. Yeah. Man. My synapses are not popping like right, they used like to. They used so to. I need to flag. I need to put my hand out. I need to do all yeah. that shit before I turn. Don't you get scared of like a bump in the road or a hole? That, that's yeah, I would. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if there's gravel, I mean, if you want to slice and dice it, it's like anything. Uh, an oil spot, some dirt uh, can take you out. Also, other drivers. Yeah. You have to drive defensively. Everybody's and, tweeting now when they're driving. Oh, yeah, man. I've seen it. I've you seen know? it. I, I was, we, we rode up the coast to go to the races at uh, Laguna Seca, and I was the most inexperienced rider. I was riding with dudes who'd ridden long, much longer. And the dude in front of me, he kept his head kept going to the side. Like I thought he was listening to the music. I realized he was falling asleep oh. on his bike. Now we were on this, like these back roads in California. Oh. We were 35 minutes between towns and it was like sheer walls on each side. Everybody had ridden ahead and I'm just in my mind going, if this dude hits a tree, that means I have to leave him there to bleed out. I have to ride ahead for 20 minutes, grab them. Then we got to ride another 35 minutes to the next town right. before we get him medevaced yeah. out. And I got in front of him and we pulled over and he said, yeah, he was dreaming. He didn't even know he was asleep. He was just wow. Like, so we rested there and he got back on. But I'm not that comfortable. I've never been that comfortable on a motorcycle that I'm going to go to sleep. Right. Or, or make a phone call. Have you ever know. almost had an accident? Yeah. Yeah, there was one time, again, we were on a ride, back road, and we were coming into this turn, a bunch of us, and it was a really narrow road, and there were a, a grove of eucalyptus trees, these big, huge eucalyptus trees, and it was a high rate of speed, and I was like, I am not going to make this turn. So I just thought, well, and, you know, we had taken this course, like defensive driving, how to, like, you know, ride a race motorcycle, and I just did what the instructor told me to do, which is against what your body your brain says slam on the fucking brakes yeah put your leg down i don't care if you're going 20 200 miles an hour it's like your instinct yeah. is to go i'm gonna stop, stop or put it. your hand up no i gently applied the brakes and it worked but your and instinct is to up. slam on them yes of course because sure. like i'm gonna hit this wall i want to stop now uh but it worked and it avoided it and later on i said but inside my heart was banging like i did not yeah. know if i was gonna make it but it, it made it out, so knock on for Micah. Yeah, that's a, danger, that's, a, that's a crazy hobby. That scares me a little bit. Most yeah, but you could be taken out. I mean, the closest I came to death was crossing the street in New York. Yeah. A speeding car, and this is before cell phones. I just was distracted. I yeah. looked the other way, and literally that car must have been two inches yeah. away sure. from me. Just 
So in New York, I think maybe almost everybody has one. You ever almost get hit in New York by yep. walking? Sure. Me too. And across there, you just this, you step a second uh, too soon, you, you're done. Yeah. yeah, I've almost gotten hit a lot. Right? Yes. I'll tell you a quick boxing story. You know, I, I um. I know you're a professional fighter, man. I oh, former, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am too. You oh, know, yeah, what? Did you fight? A, no, hell no. Oh, I <laughs> no, but I have a black belt, and I used to... Oh, you used to train? Yeah, I used What's to your black belt then? Uh, taekwondo. Okay, you know? I, nice. I used to whoop little white kids' asses. That's right, ah. me too. I still do. But I was taking... I had a boxing coach, and I used to train at... Geraldo Rivera I had a gym on 57th Street. Oh. So we're talking about back in the 90s, you know, and, yeah. uh, and my trainer, his name was Eddie Velez. He said, look, I got a dude coming in, He's at a higher level than you, but David, I want you to test yourself with this dude. I said, okay. He said, now here's the deal. Just, I want you to get familiar with the ring. Just spar for the first round. When I give you the signal, I want you to try to knock this dude out. I was like, okay, cool. So dude comes in. He's really nice. We, we switch up and we start sparring. Eddie gives me the sign. Pow, pow, pow. The dude takes a knee and he says, look, we have to stop. He walked to the uh, 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 locker room and he never came out. And I was like, oh, my dick grew like four inches. Like, I'm like, king of the jungle, man. So I went back and we were trained. And I was like, yeah, man, it was a nice session. He was like, yeah, man, it's my first day back. And I'm like, what? Back from where? He said, well, you know, I've been battling cancer. And I, uh, <laughs> Fucking what? My heart dropped. This motherfucker totally set me up. He said, well, I was trying to build your ego. I'm like, a cancer victim? <laughs> you beat up a cancer victim? And the dude never came back. Uh, never came back. Did you back tell him you gym. didn't know? I was too mortified. I was speechless. Wait, you're why, that would, why would you train her? You got to talk to him, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my trainer was cold, sick, man. Fuck him. He'll be fine. Whatever. I'm like, dude, man, come on. I was mortified. Yeah. Mortified. Wow, Jesus. I mean, I didn't, you know, yeah. Well, it was so fucked up. Did you have a that, tournament compete? Yeah, but you know, at the high school, LA high school, I got like, you know, we would do, uh, here's what it was. You know, taekwondo is all kicks. And I really never. Uh, that's why I started boxing later. No kind of stand-up game. It was all feet. Yeah. So when we would spar, I remember there was a guy at my club who just came at me with hands. Yeah. He starts throwing. And for the first three times, not rounds, three days, I didn't know what to do. Like yeah. this dude would let me kick out, snap, kick, hold, regroup, snap, 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 you know, roundhouse. And then he would just start with these hands. Fuck me up. Yeah. Till finally, I just started throwing punches and that equalized it but right. that was not part of our training it was yeah. totally absent it's not part of the art form so then i started boxing yeah. and i learned all that stuff too. oh you do both i did but as i get, let me re reiterate i am an actor who trains sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. i'm not trying to say i'm you know it's all banging good though. It's heads, great. Do you still do love it you still do stand up or no I do, man. I, I just gigged in Vegas not too long ago. Uh, I do it at my own uh, when I want to. You yeah. Know, I mean, the the most the hardest part of stand up, just like boxing, is the training. In other words, doing spots. Yeah. Unless you just want to do the same twenty minutes, you know, that you've been doing forever. I don't know how guys do that. There are guys that do the same thing. I, I say, how mm -hmm. do you not fucking want to shoot yourself doing right. the same material right. every night? It's crazy. Guys, are we gonna win this Vietnam War or what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, yeah. never tell your wife her ass is big. Oh, but guys, yeah, yeah. Oh we my know god, that. yeah. That. Honey, that. do I look fat? <laughs> oh yes. yes. <laughs> when I first started doing stand up, 
I started at the Laugh Factory, and at the time, it was a club in L.A. It was a black hole. I mean, it was like a storefront. Nobody went there but Paul Mooney. And there was a guy there who I'd seen on The Tonight Show, you know, like years ago, and he would do, like, sound effects. Like, he would do a subway train. and he Black or white? White dude. And it killed. I mean, it just killed. But, you know, watching him this one night where just nobody reacted, and he was mortified, and it was like witnessing that moment when you do this act that is bulletproof. I mean, every comic has or thinks they have, you know, those two or three jokes, those bits where I know I can slay you. I can always pull out of this when I want to, yeah. Exactly, and uh, he was just like, it's that moment when you realize what work doesn't work anymore. That's the worst feeling when you're up and you're like, all right, I'm fucking around, I'm not getting any laughs, let me Mm -hmm. pull out the, let me me get them, and you can't get them, you're like, oh no, I'm gonna bomb. Oh shit! This is not. Bombing always hurts. How was Mooney to you? Paul Mooney. Uh, well, there's another person who is in Soldier Story, Robert Townsend. Oh, Townsend, right? Yeah. So me and Robert shared a honey wagon, or like it was like a half dressing room, and he's the one who introduced me to the Wayans. He introduced me to Paul Mooney, all these guys, and basically, as really young comics, my idol was Richard Pryor. Yeah, I'd seen him. One, two, three times, I think, while he was alive. And um, Paul Mooney wrote and worked with Richard Pryor. Yeah. Therefore, we wanted to get as close to Richard as we could. So we would basically just hang out, and Paul Mooney would just riff on anything. And he was the funniest motherfucker ever. You yeah. see that roast Pryor did? It was an NBC roast after the show. Yep. And he, uh, he's fucking, he's kind of, uh, you know, he's really going after Mooney. It was very funny. Yeah. Well, uh, think about this. Paul Mooney worked on Richard Pryor's show. He worked on In Living Color. Then he worked on Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I mean, right. he has worked with every generation. That's right. That's I don't wild. know of another comic or writer who has that lineage. You know? Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a tough guy to get to know. I've gotten to know him a little bit over the years. And at first, mm-hmm. he's very, you know, oh, play, you know, he's a little standoffish. Who but the then when you, you? when you talk to him, huh? Who the fuck are you? Yeah, that's, yeah. 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 Um, but check, yeah. Your, check your paperwork. Exactly. Well, but he would do sets at the Laugh Factory back in the day and just kill, just murder. I mean, it, the finest example, in my opinion, of Paul Mooney's set is Race. You know, that yes. CD Race where he just, you're talking about following people. So, you know, I'd done In Living Color, you know, I had some fame, some notoriety. We do a Christmas show, I think it was, at the Apollo Theater, like, a hundred black comics. It was on New Year's Eve, and they said, "Look, David, Paul's going to go on. Then you will close the show." And I was like, "Time out. First of all, I ain't following Paul Mooney. I'm going on. Then you put Paul on. Let him close the show. You know, it's after midnight. You know, yeah. New Year's yeah. Eve. That's the that's the death, man. Yeah. People don't want to live. They want to go home and party. So Paul comes in the church and goes." Oh, I see you made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul did. Like everybody goes on. I did my set. They said Happy New Year, and Paul Moody comes out. All right, Happy Motherfucking New Year. Yeah. Sit your asses down. And he proceeded to do like two hours and just killed. Man. He is amazing. Yeah. He does. He would do a long time, and he would just sit there with a glass of uh, liquor, and uh, it, it was just a dainty whole. Mm-hmm. And he would say this really: if you're white in the audience, it could be harsh, dude. But then he, he smiles, and he's this charismatic guy, and he just had this amazing way of letting the air out of the balloon just by mm-hmm. smiling or laughing, and then okay, everything's cool, and he would start over again. And then he'd get you, and he'd fucking, 
He'd make you regret showing up, and then he'd fucking... Yeah. He, was, he was great. He's still he was great. brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I learned a lot just watching those dudes. Anybody who's excellent at their craft, uh, like I said earlier, it makes me want to do better. You know, I don't give a fuck if you bomb or, or succeed. That's not going to affect me. I just want to do better. Yeah. That's all. Well, let's promote your show properly. Um, all right. When is it on? It's, uh, it, it's, it's on tonight. Right, it's on. Yeah, well, this will come out tomorrow. So yeah, so what we'll say uh, it, it does. It actually it premiered last night, Monday, it, yes. and it's on uh, tonight. Now Tuesdays is the new night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 9 PM and of Eastern. course, you know, you, you, you all read the uh, ratings. It's syndicated and on G- GSN. The ratings last night were amazing. Right, Through of course the they were. Yeah. They were yeah, huge. <laughs> <laughs> the game and show it network. Killed, it killed. It killed. And that, and, and it's a really interesting comic. Uh, a concept, sorry. Snap test your theories about what you think you know about a person by mm-hmm. looking at them. Contestants compete for 10 grand by going ten head to head, and they make snap judgments about three strangers, and it leads to outrageous and hilarious results. That's a brilliant idea for a game show. Comedy yuck yucks. Uh, but in a nutshell, I mean, if I don't feel like I can get off, if I don't feel like I can make you laugh and yeah. uh, be real and funny, I wouldn't be doing it. I mean, what's sure. You know, I don't want to do nothing that's not. That's not good. So it's, it's nice. It sounds it. fun. Yeah. Well, congratulations. All Happy right. To see you. Last thing before you yeah. kick me out. No. Uh, <laughs> the fight of the year, which is Triple G and who is Canelo Alvarez. That's the fight I want to see. You know, I, I'm so out of it with boxing. I don't yeah. watch it anymore. I saw, I, Louis took me to see Triple G fight once, yeah. and I don't even remember who he fought. Louis who? Come on, drop the whole name. Oh, CK. But I mean, that's the, the only time. Hold <laughs> for and continue on. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't even, it's not a name drop if you, if you, if you know him 20 years. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's the only time I ever went there. He called me one time, and he goes, do you want to go to a, a boxing match? And I'd never been. And I'm like, what, what match was it? Triple G against somebody. I don't remember. Was it good, or did he just... He was great. He was, he was devastating. Yeah. He was devastating. But I had no knowledge of who he was. Like I, I just don't follow yeah. boxing. I kind of heard his name, but again, because you know it's my friend, and I'm like, yeah, I fuck it, I'll go. And I watched it, and I enjoyed it, but I don't watch boxing at all. Listen, I grew up on boxing. I love boxing, but let's be honest. I mean, it's not a revelation what I'm about to say. I mean, it's just not about boxing right now. Nope. And right now, the UFC are. It has been managed by Dana and these guys in which they give people what they want. It's no longer uh, some fat dude fighting a bunch of bums <laughs> who created his own belt because right. boxing killed itself. Now, yeah. there are diehard people that say it's still alive, but kids, that's the real teller. Kids, little boys and girls all over the country, they want to do UFC. They ain't yeah. trying to be no boxer. No. They yeah. love the mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. It's just so many ways to win and lose. It's just it's it's just so it's very entertaining, very exciting. It's all I watch, to be yeah. honest with you. You know, it is interesting also the way UFC has evolved because if back in the day, the stand-up game was lacking. You know, yeah. it really was yeah. not about that. And now that stand-up game has become more sophisticated. That's why a guy like John Bones Jones, who is so proficient with yeah. his feet and hands, to watch him fight when he's in a zone, it's literally like watching a surgeon going, well, what tool am I? Yeah. do I choose to use to dismantle you? I mean, seriously, that's what it looks he like. He can do everything well. Yep. He can yeah. do. Um, he's um, he's like uh, and Sergio Pettis uh, fought a great fight. Like I got, I got like Sergio Pettis. These young guys, twenty three years old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the young guys, they're training in every aspect of it, and they're just yeah. devastating. It's like yeah. older guys. It's gonna be hard for them to keep up with the younger guys because they're training in, in in all forms. That's why 
at the bottom of the line, at the end of the day, the Conor McGregor fight, you know, as a fighter, when yeah. you get fatigued, when you get stung, when you get hurt, you are going to revert back to what you know, which is in your DNA. And yeah. unless you've been boxing, you're a long time, he is at a disadvantage. That's, that's, oh, God, that's yeah. all I'm say. Yeah, because that's not... At the end of the day, this is not his form, you know. Yeah, but we'll see. It's we'll one see discipline in, in several that he needs into mm-hmm. which to fight in the octagon. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. So yes. he even says, "Listen, I'm fighting with a limited set of rules here. Mm-hmm. This is not even a fight; it's like a quarter of a fight." And that's what yeah. Conor McGregor's it's an mindset man. is. Come on, man. I yeah, no, it's a bit of a freak show and a yeah. bit of a spectacle. But I'll be watching because me hey, too. You know? I'll watch on your. I'll come to your house. I ain't, I ain't paying a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm having people over. All this. I should split it. I'm not spending a hundred either. But I might, you know, just to do it and talk about I am. it. I, what else? What else are you gonna do? Because if Connor wins, go out. You know, it's gonna be well, funny. If the Connor way. wins. Yeah, uh, I imagine he'll be a bit difficult to deal with. You think? <laughs> What's his suit gonna say then? I don't know. <laughs> I, I took a picture in front of his car. He has a. Uh, what does he have? Like a fucking. Uh, a Rolls Royce with notorious. You're kidding. Written on. I a just fighter? Love it. I love it. With an outlandish <laughs> car? That's very black behavior. That is very, very black behavior. Yeah, well, I'm funny. not that's saying why, it. That's why, well, that's why him and Floyd, it was like, they're the same guy. Like, they, these guys are both guys. They love Flash. They're both at the top. Like, they don't hate each other. These, how can it's they? It's too much money, man. If I came to you right now and I said I could put $100 million in your pocket, yeah. how are you going to hate me? Not at all. Hell no. You can act like it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the weirdest and most devastating thing also is finding out that Floyd Mayweather is in financial peril. How? I mean, because he didn't pay his taxes. He owes the government like $80 million. Now, he got more money than me, but I'm not in his pocket. But I I was really flabbergasted. How do you not pay your taxes? So many fighters or or, or entertainers get bad management yeah. by people, money managers. That, that well, you trust. Trust someone. Yeah, you, you can't do that. You got to make sure your know, taxes man. are paid. Just get that a good accounting, deal. man. Yeah, that kind of deal <laughs> makes my fucking toe hurt. I mean, $80 million. God damn. Yeah. Ooh. So Floyd may have had to come out and do this fight. Well, we'll see. He's risking his legacy. I mean, he's also he was, forty years old too. People, let's remember that. I he, don't. He could have went to high school with me. I mean, he is, <laughs> the other guy's younger. You know. I mean, Connor's, by how many? By yeah. for what? Twenty seven. He's twenty seven. Yeah, I think Connor just turned twenty nine. He's so. in his prime. The other guy's forty. Yeah. Defensive. Yeah. Opens up a little bit to try to give this UFC guy a lesson. Next thing you know, sure. he gets caught, and it's history. I'm watching. Yeah, All I'm right. watching. I'm watching. I'm yeah, watching. I don't think I don't think Connor's gonna win. Yeah. Well, I know what else I'm watching. What? What else am I watching? Snap, Snap decision. decision. Yes. Yes. Tonight, Tuesday, yeah. is 8 o'clock, am I correct? Uh, 9 p.m. Okay, I was off On by Game an hour. Show Network. Thanks a lot, Jim. All right, I'm sorry, I fucked up. And I wanted him just to drill it home. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, it's we, good seeing you, man. Yeah, and, man, uh, good seeing I, you too. I really enjoy you. I enjoy everything you do. Wait, yeah. Oh, by the way, Carmichael. Yeah. Uh, why, why, the Carmichael show, why did they cancel that? They just canceled it, man. I mean, listen, first of all, they took us off for a year. You dig? Um, they took us off the air for a year. They put us on after the election. I mean, the writing was on the wall. I'm not surprised we didn't get picked up. I am surprised that we got picked up last time. You did two seasons? Three seasons. But uh, so, you know, the good thing is I feel like 
the shows that we made, Gerard got to speak his mind. The yeah. integrity of the show was never compromised. I wish it would have lasted longer, but I'm old in the game, man. My bag was packed. Let's go on to the next thing. But That's it's what you got to yeah. do. It's one door closes, how, another one opens. To, man. And... Don't linger on it, man. Yeah. Let's go. But TV doesn't, they don't have any challenging comedies. Like that was at least something no. I felt with a lot of social issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was really ballsy and the whole, the whole yeah. group not was ballsy. Not network TV. I mean, there's no. stuff out there. Oh, network, I mean. Yeah, yeah no, but not, it's not the place. Would they give you guys stuff about the subject matter like it would give you a hard time yeah they they constantly i mean just like when they postponed the gun episode because someone there was a a, a shooting in the country the episode in no way advocated gun yeah. violence we right. just talked about as a matter of fact we talked about the ramifications of gun violence but that's an example where but the network is like uh, no, you can't talk about firecrackers because you know it, it, there may be a terrorist event. It's like okay, dude. yeah, the networks are just such cowards, and they've really made cable bigger. So good for them. Yeah, by by yeah. being so frightened, they've allowed cable shows to look relevant. But I wanted to say, I mentioned this to you, uh, Jim Norton. Okay, I was like, Jim Norton's in a musical. It's like, yeah, he's doing this musical, and I'm like, fuck, Jim is the Renaissance man. <laughs> How is he doing? You had a morning radio show, and you were doing eight shows a week. I'm like the fuck and i saw you in the hallway <laughs> serious and i was like you're doing a musical you're like what no it was an older that's right english actor who was this dude jim norton he's irish i think he's okay jim norton. My yes bad. jim norton is irish but i thought it was you and i was like oh i gotta give him a pound this dude is everywhere yeah that's right uh, yeah jim norton people call me are you in a mice and men and i'm like yeah sure i am yeah i'm playing you put on you. weight and, and your hair is white and you're like what <laughs> yeah, and he's uh, yeah he's been in, uh, he was in the boy with the straight pajamas. It's so funny. I feel bad for him if he checks Google. Right. You nasty. Out. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fresh boy. <laughs> he's nasty. I'm, I'm a fresh boy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we got to get a pick before we get. Yeah, we absolutely. <laughs> thank, thank you, Dave. I'm really happy. Hey, to man, see you, man, this was fun. I'm glad I did. it I'm seeing you tomorrow morning too. Okay, cool. Yeah, man, really nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, to meet thanks you for too, hanging man. out with us. Okay, We're taking a break. Yeah, All righty. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. Obviously, that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, With Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. We are back. Uh, we really did go to the restroom. And uh, thank you to David Allen Greer, who I, I enjoy a lot. He's, he really enjoys fighting and uh, black belt and taekwondo. Interesting to talk to him. Can I tell my wife that I'm on air? Sure. You should also What's tell her what up, you're babe? doing. Your husband's doing drugs. Uh, am I busy? Well, I'm, we're on air right now. Oh, wait, they're going to hear you yelling, babe, because I got the microphone right here. So, God, I'm going to have to... Oh, she pressed the Roomba. All right, the whole audience knows this. I got to get back to the the program. You guys are live on air with me. Uh, it's not good? I thought there might be an emergency. Are the kids okay? Are the kids okay? I love you. Are the kids okay? 
Are the kids okay? Good. By the way, I don't want to say this on air, but I had a really good time with you last night. What were you doing? I love you. Wait, what what did we, we do, Jimmy? Yeah. She says I'm making her uncomfortable now. What'd you do? I want to know. Listen, honey, were you comfortable last night? Yes or no? You had fun? Are you still attracted to me after all this time? We've been married 10 years. Stop laughing. You're so cute. My little Italian angel. My queen. All right, I got to go. This is uncomfortable. I think a lot of... You're not the only one uncomfortable right now. I love it. I love watching high Jimmy match. loves it. <laughs> all right. I, I, all right. Uh, Jimmy, she says hi. Tell her hello. Uh, sorry, Chris, the producer. She didn't say anything That's to you. Okay. But uh, 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 no, all right. She says hello. All right, I got to go, babe. Love you. Bye. I'm sorry, UFC Don't Unfiltered. Don't be. I, I, UFC Unfiltered fans love listening yeah. to Stoned Matt. Yeah. What? To, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what? Stoned? I'm in love. I know you are. All right. She's a good She's a good woman to put up with me. She's very nice but you know, guy. I see the phone ring. I see the house number. I gotta you always got to check. Are the kids Okay. It's three kids. It's a three times. Of something course, you could be nervous. But uh, let me tell you, you want to discuss the uh, the night of fisticuffs. I enjoyed the Fuck hell yes. out of this freaking card. Absolutely, Jimmy. Let's let's talk about this really quick. Where do you want to start? Let's start with. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Not to not to cut you off. Okay. <laughs> I asked you. <laughs> can we start where I want to start? Absolutely. Listen, Joseph Morales. Uh, Joseph Morales, we found him on Looking for a Fight. Ah, well, And won. what a fun freaking fight, man. That was his first UFC fight, and he fought um, on UFC on the fight pass Roberto prelims. Sanchez. And he beat Roberto Sanchez. And it was, oh, man, this guy, this is twice I seen. I seen when we were looking for him, and he had a great fight. And this is another one, man. What a fun fight this was. Very impressed by this kid. And, uh... You know, congrats on the first win. I like when the guys we find on the show, uh, the, you know, they, they do okay when they get in the big big time, you know? Well, this it's was, like we're not picking lemons on that no, show. No, you're not. You're picking good fighters. And the interesting thing, I believe this had the most first-round finishes, right, Chris, with seven? Yeah, yeah it was tied with uh, six other events, but there's a seven first-round finishes. Seven yeah. first-round finishes. It also had oh, three man. split decisions on the main card, which uh, is very, very uh, unusual to have that many split decisions. I want to I get into a bunch of these fights because I really I enjoyed the, the hell. I enjoyed this whole freaking card. Did you Dustin Ortiz knock out uh, Hector uh, Sandoval? Oh, did I ever, man? Oh man, he came out, and not only that, Hector looked. He looked over. Hector yeah. looked right. I, I like watching these guys before that bell rings. I like when they introduce them. I'm studying these guys, and I like when I see two guys extremely confident. And I'm like, man, which one of these guys is gonna break first? And that Dustin Ortiz, man, that was that was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, he was just... It was a right to the temple, wasn't it? Ooh. And then he hit him with a left on the way down, but I think yeah. it was the right to the temple that got him. And back in, back to that uh, Joseph Morales, if if you want to see that where we found him on Dana White looking for a fight, it's the, the episode that's out now. That's oh. San, the San Diego episode. Because it's a great fight. Yeah. Yeah, he fought tough, this tough kid from Jersey, and... Uh, and and he took him out, but that got him into this into that into the UFC. But also, listen, I I was uh, listen during these Fox Sports One prelims. Look at those fights and tell me which one did I do a uh, one handed cartwheel and. and I'm, I'm going to guess, uh, Rennie Yaya. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Yaha. Yeah. Yaha uh, against Hani. Henry Brionis. Hani, right? Hani Yaya. Yeah. Hani, Hani Yaya. Yaya. Oh, sorry. Okay. All I got to say about Hani Yaya is Yaya. I was so happy about it. Well, it was beautiful, was Jimmy. It Kimura? What? Do you like a good Kimura? Jimmy, it's not even. It, let me tell you, the way he set that Kimura up, he didn't just. He's a pro, man. He, I love watching this guy fight, man. I, I love this guy's jujitsu, and the way he went for that Kimura was a thing of beauty because he did not go for it 
just by latching onto that arm. In half guard, what he does is he threatens. He uses his elbow, not even his hand, because the guy could scoop that off. He uses his elbow and his knee, and he's put his with his form and his elbow. He pushes down that leg to threaten the mount, and it's a very subtle little movement. And what happens is, the guy's reaction is he doesn't want to get mounted. It's just that you know you're mounted, you're getting drilled. So he knows. So the guy he threatens that knee coming out, that arm, which which prior. I'm sorry. Who did he fight? Where is this? I'm, only because it's on my Henry. Uh, what is he called? Br- Br- Henry Bionis. Yep. Bionis. Yeah, honey, he I, I didn't get Honey's name right. Henry Bionis. Right. Listen, he you know was. It is fe- Ronnie. I'm looking. Sorry, it's Ronnie. He, it is. I was right. Yeah, it's Honey. It's showing. I have like a name guide here. It's Ronnie. But the there are guide. there are's or H's. Apparently, he's Ronnie. All right. Well, he's Why Ronnie. You're, you're right. Generally, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Listen, can I say Yaya again? Because it's fun to yeah, say. Yeah, sure. It's Yaya. Uh, he, he, the, uh, he, now, <laughs> now, where the fuck? I'm going all over the place. Hold on a second. Honey, versus Henry. He's fighting Henry. Yeah. Henry was doing the right thing with his framework, with his arms. But when Hani threatened to to uh, to mount, the arm came out for an instant, and boom, he got that thing. Kamora locked. So off. you think he did it on purpose he, to sucker the arm? No, out? Do, I, do I think it was a hundred percent? He was threatening that, and it's like throwing a ball. It's a reaction. If I throw. a my balls at your face. If I throw a ball at your face, Jimmy, I wouldn't like that. It would be two different things. If I threw my a ball at your face, you're gonna go to fucking catch it. Absolutely. If I threw my balls at your face, you're probably like, ah. No, I, I would be very un- unhappy with your balls on my face. However, <laughs> oh, Jimmy, I'm only fucking around. If you are a but, uh, delightful young lady <laughs> with a fucking wig, yeah, well, no wig, high heels. Well, maybe. No wig? No. Dude, that's not their real hair. Sure some of these is. girls. Is it really? Sure. Oh, you're the one tugging on it, pal. You bet I am. Not me. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with. I'll argue about how he set that Kamara up, but I'm not gonna argue with that. I'll show you real hair. It real was hair. Jimmy. It was beautiful. And when he had the Kamara and he got cross-eyed, he started losing. That's real hair. The oh, look at that. Doctor Steve is calling you right now. By the way, <laughs> you should pick up. Maybe go on live on air. Maybe you got the results. No, no, I know what he wants. <laughs> You're losing a lot of weight, Jimmy. I know. Pick up that goddamn phone. Make no, sure no, I'm just, I'm just going to a doctor, and uh, he's just setting, help me set my appointment up. That's all. It's not about your canker sore. No, I got the canker cover. You want my canker cover? I'll peel it off and give it to you. <laughs> Fuck no. that, Jimmy. Um, you enjoyed that, Kimura. I enjoyed that. Oh, so beautiful, man. I gotta follow that guy on Instagram. Do you think he'd be? Could able you to- tell me that guy's Instagram. Sure. I want the world to know it because I think he said he was gonna go on in his post-fight speech. He said he's gonna show it. The setup on that, so he's going to teach people how he did it. I didn't even watch it, but I guarantee he's going to be saying that he threatened to go for the mount, and then when he did when that, you knew. He was oh, I fucking lie. How about this? Would you have fallen? How about for this? It? I was gonna when I was watching it. I was kind of in a crazy. I was, I was in a crazy mood, and uh, and uh, I actually was going to film. So I filmed. I was jumped up, and I, I might have erased it because then I didn't want to put it out there, but. Uh, I filmed, I filmed him, I, I fucking, is this it? Oh, that's my kids. <laughs> uh, Ronnie's Instagram, if you want to go to it, is Ronnie yeah. Yaya MMA, R-A-N-I-Y-A-H-Y-A-M-M-A. I must have erased it, because I, I don't want to put something stupid out there, because I was actually doing the play-by-play with it, and then I don't even know if I'm able to, uh, allowed to do that, where I'm putting the UFC fights back out there, but I was so excited. I, I love seeing good- You're doing Fight Companion by yourself. I think I was doing it by myself, and then I erased it, because I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just excited. I'm excited, and I had nobody to talk to, because- 
Uh, I watched the fights. It was glorious. I watched it back sure. with my big, you know, you know I love my TV. Uh, you should love and, it. And my wife, my sister-in-law is in town with my with her new kid who's a beautiful little baby. And and so my wife's always over at my in-laws right now. So I had the house to myself. I was in a good fucking mood. I was watching these fights just yelling. So I yelled at myself. I was going to call you. I knew you were on stage. I was going to call Christopher Deuce and I'm like, ah, fuck it. Save it for the show, Christopher Deuce. I always watch these fights after usually because I'm usually performing. And yeah. it's so great because I can just zip through. Um, go to the fight card. The UFC Fight Pass is amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's great. It's my favorite thing on my um, fucking computer. Oh, I enjoy so, that. I enjoy the hell out of it. Let's let's only because I know time is flying. There was a disappointing talk, fight. Um, are you talking about the Rashad Evans versus Sam Alvey? I I, I want to say I I did love uh, Sukumtot against. Oh uh, wait 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 where are we with that? That's the first fight of that the, is, uh, against. Perez. What did you think of that? You tell know me. I was okay with it. Sukumtot knocked him down t- three times. I I, I kind of thought he. How might do you know that? Because he told them. <laughs> he told them with the three. He held up his. He held up his three. three. I thought Sukum Todd probably should have got it, but I I wasn't crazy like out of my mind that Perez got it because I thought he won the third round. But. I was. Right. I was first of all. I enjoyed the fight. Did you think Sukum Todd won? I do not. Okay. I this is what I would have said to him. Ooh. I thought he started off. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. It was amazing. I like this Perez. I like that he stayed the course. He did. He didn't get shook. He did not get his. He stayed steady Eddie throughout this thing. Where another a, a guy who wasn't wouldn't be as cool upstairs mentally could have been out of that thing in the first round because he stayed the course. And if I was in the corner uh, after that first round by this by the after that second round I should say. I would have, and I'm sure Longo would agree, we would have said to uh, Sukumtat. 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 I would have said, Andre. Because <laughs> I'm not saying Sukumtat, <laughs> motherfucker. I would have said, Andre, you let him back in the fight. After that second round, he let him back in. Should not, I mean, listen, showboating to the point where he's, he's, he's an admirer in his work out there. But he let this guy come back into the fight. Wasn't he on the and, ground? What, I, am I remembering that he was on the ground? Uh, and I want to say that uh, that Reyes was in his uh, uh, was in his guard, and he's looking, just shaking his head. No, nope, yeah. he wasn't taking any damage. That doesn't correct? matter, man. You still got to get out. But I mean, he was like looking at the and, camera, uh, shaking his head. Like, and look, nope. he showed how many fights does Andre uh, Sukumtat have? He's seventy five and zero. Guy who's a bad guesser. <laughs> guy who's a bad guesser. Oh, Perez, by how many way. fights does he have in the UFC? Did I say Reyes. Is that his debut? Perez. Is that his debut? No, no, he's fought before. I'm an asshole. Um, let, let me look real quick. There's so many damn fights. He has. That's just his second fight in the UFC. All right. How did he do his first fight? He has a, a another split decision loss to Albert Morales. And Perez, can you tell me how many fights he has in the UFC now, please? Sure thing. Let's see. I called him Reyes. I was wrong. Uh, that would be one, two, three. He has six fights in the UFC. How's he doing? Tell me how he's doing. I like him. Four wins, one loss, one draw. One loss, one draw. Yeah. Uh, who did he lose to? Patrick Williams. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed that fight, and and I was I was okay with the decision. Okay. I think that uh, Andre could come back and and, and learn from this because I think he's still. I think the guy's got a lot of potential. Well, he also there. they said he got there the week of. He did not have a lot of time in altitude, okay. he, and he was saying that his training. He thought. Uh, what did he, no, one of them? I think Marcos. Uh, she trained in the heat. Because she couldn't get there early either, if I remember correctly. And I right. think, but he just didn't, you know, again, it's expensive to go there and stay for three weeks. Like, uh, Perez was able to get down there and stay. So maybe took him, uh, 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 fucking Sukumtot was having a hard time in, in by the third. Maybe he ran out of gas a little bit. It's really starting to seem like a thing, though, when they go to Mexico City, you got to get down there early. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, you have to. How about this? If you now. don't do that, that's on you. Yeah. You got to fucking, that's. It's, it might be a I used to go though. to Vegas at least uh, two weeks early. 
Vegas, there's a difference from here, from New York. Yeah. And I feel it. I don't give, I go out there my first day training. I'm like, dude, I fucking, I don't want to feel like this. If I'm like, if I felt like this the night of the fight, I'd fucking be very upset. What did you but, think of Alvi Rashad? I'm glad you brought that up. I was. Uh, Tell me what you thought about that. I thought. Tell that, me about you thinking of this. Well, you know, you decision. knew what Shira was, uh, Rashad was going to do. He was going to shoot. You knew he was going to try to do that. And um, I wasn't that impressed either way um, with either one of these guys. I, I thought that Alvi was way too hesitant. And I was glad because I liked Rashad so right, much. Well, he's I, looking to counterpunch. This, and Rashad just wasn't, couldn't, wasn't, couldn't get off. But know? Rashad was kicking well. Why wasn't he kicking more? Yeah, like, his legs looked great. That's, that's where we're wrong. And that's where his his take on everything was wrong. When you're saying like Rashad couldn't get off, anytime he threw, he landed. Mm. I'm waiting. Did you see how he knocked out Chuck Liddell with that right hand? Yes, I did. When man. I'm seeing Rashad fight now, he, it's not that he doesn't have the ability. It true, it really isn't. When he throws, he's landing, yes. but he's very hesitant well, and he's not trusting I mean. his chin. Yeah. If he fought Chuck Liddell the way he fought last night, he's getting fucking laid out. He's When he went to knock out Chuck Liddell, Chuck Liddell was throwing an uppercut from hell. But his overhand landed because he's fast and he's explosive. He has that same ability now. That did not go away. I've seen glimpses of it last night. A con- maybe Jimmy? it might be a confidence issue though, where he just like you say, he doesn't trust himself or he doesn't, doesn't want to get hit back. There's something not allowing him to do this, Jimmy. Not allowing him to pull the trigger. Maybe yeah. And as I don't know what it is, but Mark Henry, whoever he's his coaches now, they gotta get through to him and tell him, dude, you still got the ability. What is what What's I mean, has he you? been not, I mean, I remember he talked about the one time where, you know, he's got that bad pitcher out there after the, the Machida loss when he's got knocked out with his eyes to the back of his head. That's always a possibility anytime you walk in that cage. That's why guys are stressed when they're walking out because you could do, you could dot your eyes, cross your T's. There's always the possibility there'll be a picture of you going around the world tomorrow. Jones like Cormier. That. Hey. I mean, how well are you doing? There's one moment you're not. You know? Is that just something maybe necessarily though that happens with a fighter as they get older? Rashad's thirty-seven. Like you start to think about the consequences a little bit more than when you're younger, even if the physical skill is not gone. You know, maybe. my my last fight, I I threw more. I did actually. I went the other route. I I did such a slugfest with uh, Lytle. Right. I mean, I actually should have added in some takedowns. I was just trying to entertain myself. But you knew that was going to be your last. Yeah. Fight, no, I didn't know. You didn't actually know. Oh, okay. I was. Kind of playing it by ear, right. but uh, Rashad controlled him against the cage. But I, mean, I he just thought, was not throwing punches. I do think Rashad should have got the nod. I thought he did. He he did try to impose his will more, and I think Sam landed probably the better strikes. Third but, round too, Alvy was better. But he uh, he he definitely uh, was just more taken away. You know, uh, Rashad's offense. You know, and he was doing a great job. He's doing a great job of that. Yeah. But I really just wish, especially in a fight like that with Sam Alvey, because he'd be there. He's there to get hit. And, you know, he'll hit you back, but he's there to get hit. You you, you want to get him down. Trust it. After you're trying to get him down for a round, you're, an, you're a great athlete, Rashad. Trust in your hands, yeah. man. Fake that takedown. Unload on this dude's face. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's right there. I'm seeing it, Jimmy. And I wish he, he was very hesitant to throw. I'm like, why isn't he throwing that overhand? What? Or, or, and then he did a little bit and he, and he landed. Why not kick even? If you're not trusting, you don't get hit. Why not kick? I mean, he's not afraid of Alvy taking him these, down. These are, listen, even though I think he should have got the nod, uh, it was close. So you can't really, it's not crazy to, you know, it's not like you can make a complaint. It wasn't about a robbery, it. right? It, was, it wasn't a robbery. Uh, I, you, you see that. There's something wrong there, so he's gonna have to make something. That's on Rashad. I love Rashad. I think he's a good dude. I work. We. I. I. You know, did a, a Fox analyst uh, gig with him one time, and we had a good time. And 
ever since then we're real cool and and you know we had i wish him the best but he's gonna have to i don't know what you got to do man get get that you got to see somebody you got to get or else or else maybe not fight did you, know? you see uh yeah i think you're correct uh uh umberto uh band and i <laughs> loved it against martin bravo that was Oof. shocking that was beautiful he was 12 and 0 and Bravo look, was undefeated. Hey man, he went out there. That's listen. That, and and uh, and Bravo was in there to trade. He was relaxed. They were talking him up. I'll tell you that much. Undefeated, right? Yeah. You're always undefeated until somebody beats your so ass. Someone does exactly. Uh, Bond and I had landed a, a hard body shot, and uh, he st- he stunned him with a. a I want <laughs> It's Umberto without the uh, Umberto. The yeah. <laughs> Every time I look, I'm getting hungry looking at this guy's name. Then he stunned him with it. That knee was brutal. Yeah, that's a bit. That is a. How do you pronounce his first name? Method. Pronounce it for me. Uh, Umberto. Humberto. Humberto or Umberto? I would no, say it's Umberto. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know. Umberto's Clam House. That was the place in New York, even though it was spelled with you. Umberto and Pizza. Yeah. Umber- Umberto's Pizza from New Head Park. Yeah. Just give it a shout out. All right. What'd but uh, it's fucking delicious. But that fight was great, man. The one he landed at one kick. And I don't even believe he looked to land the knee. I think he wanted to do the same exact kick, and he caught him right yeah. on the chin. Yeah. It was hey, listen. If he was the underdog, he didn't know it. He's you know, he went in there, the but yeah. he went in there to. And if you saw that, you heard him on the mic afterwards. The way he's talk, he's that kid's a nut, man. He 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 didn't go in there thinking he's the underdog. Right. He went in there to take him out. This listen, if you just pull that trigger and you un, you know, you're not. You could do great things in there. Nobody's punch proof. You know, it, nobody's, nobody's, uh, you know, everybody's human. And, and when you got the balls to, to, to do what uh, Umberto did, pfft, you get performance of the night, you deserve it, man. I thought that was awesome. I Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, he did get that. No, yeah, he got performance. And also, right right into this, fucking, speaking of a nut, I like this guy. Nico Price. Oh, my goodness. You know what I really love about this? The First of all, and Alan Joban didn't look bad either. He's always impressive. Yeah. But this Nico Price, man, I like to do a die attitude with him. Even you heard beforehand, uh, when they were talking about um, uh, the pre-fight stuff, they were saying, he was saying, Nico Price was saying that, he doesn't know. He's not sure if he's going to win. That that excites him. You know what I mean? Well, he's 10 and 0 now. I'm surprised well, he's not sure he's going to win. Yeah. Well, he's going out. He's going in there with that him or me attitude. And and so man, he's 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 putting it all on the line and it's paying off for him. He's a dangerous guy. The one of the best things of the whole, the whole thing after he after listen, brilliant performance. I love the, the was it the right hand? Then he followed up with a kick before he even hit the canvas. Yes, correct? Yeah. Beautiful. I think the kick missed though. No, no. I, I, did that kick land? It I was watched kind of glancing as Joe Bam was going. I got to see. He, I he thought he it. missed with that kick, but I could be wrong. Well, he was. Yeah. He followed up brilliantly, and uh, it was a very good stoppage. I yeah, mean, I know it, people are like, oh, that might have been too quick. No way. Joe Bam's not. You know, yeah. That, he that, stood that, up. Wild nobody's wild. got a better seat in the house than the uh, than the referee. Was that the referee? That's my height. You see that little short yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like him. Yes. Stocky little guy. But uh, <laughs> I think that was a good stoppage because he stood up and he was, was wobbly. Oh, no, yeah. No, he was right. definitely. Right. He probably could have taken my mom, but why? He was already. But I liked in the <laughs> the last thing he said on the mic is, oh, yeah, to my wife, uh, you know, she's watching my kids and they're crazy like me. So, you know, they're bouncing around the house because he seems like a nut. I like guys a likable dude. Imagine a guy. I'd like to see a Nico Price verse. And I know. Mike Perry has a fight lined oh, up. You're going to say Mike Perry. Think right. about yeah. that. Yeah. Who's Mike Perry fighting, by the way? Um, Not Ponzinibbio, like Alves. I suggested. Who? Alves. Tiago Alves. Oh, hey, dude. That's a crazy fight. What the hell? Oh, man. I get it. I get happy I hear Perry against like Nico Price would be a good fight. Um, um, re- yeah, exactly. It I would think be. that'd be a great fight. Uh, They're both undefeated. 
Alexa. No, uh, Perry has one loss to Joban. It was a decision. Loss. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to think he's under. Did he win ten straight or no? Why am I thinking he was under? I think he might be ten and one or eleven and one. Okay, yeah. I'm an asshole. Either way, yeah, Styles make fights, and that would be someone's not making it. Through okay, no. <laughs> but uh, Alexa Grasso versus uh, Ren- Ren- Marcos. Uh, yeah, Marcos. Tell me your thoughts, and I'll tell you mine right after. I was okay with her with her getting it. I mean, Marcos was uh, Marcos looked a little tired actually, and I think that's a lot of that's because she didn't get there in enough time to. Uh, I would say by the second, she looked a little bit winded, but I, I was okay with it. I thought it was going to go to, to Ronda to be, uh, to be, I, and I liked, I liked, uh, she thought Alexa across. So. She was very displeased. I thought, I thought Ronda, uh, won. I thought she did. I thought she, I thought it was coming down to that third round and I could listen again. It's not a total robbery. It was, it right. was, it was close. And I was impressed with Alexa with, um, she was making adjustments and she was not panicking on the floor, but I, man, I really, some, she must've been in phenomenal shape because that Rhonda, I mean, Rhonda, I'm saying Rhonda, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Rhonda, I love her style, man. She's a grinder. Yeah. She's tough. And, and I love her. I love her grappling, man. She has very good transitions to back to mount that mount. She was making it very difficult for, um, uh, 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 Alexa to uh, explode out because she knew where she was going. She was controlling, but to uh, Alexa's credit, she was very, very uh, composed down there. You know, she was she was looking for the right escapes. It even got her back to her feet more than once. I, I, I was pleased with the fight. I enjoyed it. Plus, I was in it. I was in that thing the whole time watching it, and I uh, didn't want to blink. Grasshopper might have won in the last two minutes, Matt. It might have been the last yeah, two minutes were very strong. The third round, yeah. and, and she might have the, the round. It was kind of even going in, and it might have been the last two minutes of that yeah. third round that finally got her. Very got close, uh, split decision. Uh, but but congrats. I mean, and again, Randa's going to be back. I thought she she has nothing to be ashamed of. She's looking awesome. Let's talk about the main event. Yeah, I freaking enjoyed the hell out of it. You did right. I really did. That first round, though, did you think that was over? I didn't know Pettis was going to make it out of that round. You know. I, I was impressed with uh, Brandon Moreno Marino. Yeah, I, I like his I like his laid back attitude, man. He's got stuff that really works for him, and he came out strong in that first round. Once I saw, once I seen that the, that Sergio was doing a lot of the right things, fighting the choke. Yeah, oh, he was fighting the choke, and he and he looked composed. You know what I mean? He was he was definitely not. He wasn't like. Doing the wrong things, you know. Sometimes you got to ride that shit out, man. You're in a rush. You might have to choke up that round. Say, all right, you know, you're not, you got to get that guy off your back. Four minutes. He had the body you lock know. in for yeah, four minutes. Man. Why wasn't that a ten-eight round? Well, I don't know, man. He had position, but was it really close to getting finished? Was that shit around his neck? Or I mean, not he, was, really? he, was, he was getting well, close. Well, I think they gave uh, one of the judges had it forty-eight. Actually, two of them had it forty-eight, right. forty-six. Oh, so, so they must have given it, him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sergio started. Uh, Really, just 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 getting his distance down, standing up, landing really calculated strikes. I love what he was doing on the floor. I loved his setups for the tri- that triangle. Was fucking beautiful. That triangle then to the, what was it to Uma Plata? Then 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 it led to him getting up. And 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 if he didn't give him that space to get up, he's getting submitted. So he had to pull the ripcord, and he, had, and he got him off him, got him back to his feet. I thought he fought brilliantly for a 23-year-old to be looking as calm as he is in his situations, whether it's when the, when the guy was on a back, had his, was like a backpack on him, yeah, or uh, even when um when 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 Marino was on top, 
cool, calculated, setting up that triangle, the Uma Plata, the back to his feet. I, I said his last fight was uh, with, with versus, I think, Moraga, yep. that he looked the best ever. Now he's looking even better. I admire the fact that he came out and started throwing kicks in the beginning of the second round because that's what got him taken down yeah. in the first. And it was like, I was surprised that he went right back to it. 23 years yeah. old and growing, growing immensely in each fight. I mean, this. This was a great, great experience for him as a fighter. And uh, before you know it, that that kid's going to be fighting for a belt. Were you a little surprised that afterward he didn't exactly call for a title shot? He was like, you know. I, hey, man. <laughs> listen, I, you know what? I thought he was going to. It, it doesn't matter. I think, I think time's on his side. And look at him. He came out of that thing clean. Yeah, it's not like right. he's taking a lot of. He's a very smart fighter. Yeah. And, uh, he, you know. I know they're they're very tight, but he he shouldn't be in his brother's shadow. He's a phenomenal right. fighter in his own right, and uh, you know, big props to him and to the, and to the great Duke Rufus, who's uh, I consider a friend. I, I I always love seeing Duke when I'm away, and Duke was great on here. Yeah, but uh, he he really does some great work with these kids. And uh, Moreno actually took him down in the fifth, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be another fucking grind. But uh, Pettis actually did something I've never I've I've never seen two up kicks land on the face. I think he landed two up kicks. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen one of them work, much less two in the same exchange. Uh, I, I I enjoyed the hell out of that fight. I'm sorry, Jimmy. What's, what's that smell? Nothing. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a toot. Oh, okay. I hope not. It was my special pen. Oh. <laughs> my happy pen. It's happy pen. Anyway, um, Jimmy, what else could we say? I enjoyed the hell out of this. Man. I did. I think this. Car hey, did incredible. I tell you about Yaya's Kimura? Did you like it? I was doing. I was screaming "yah yah" throughout my house. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah, yeah yeah. You love a good Kimura. Oh yeah yeah, I loved it. I couldn't stop saying it. If a guy hassled you in the subway, would you be able to put him in a Kimura if you wanted? What do you think, Jimmy? I think you could. Dude, I, I fucking ripped fucking like at least fucking six today. First black belts, motherfucker. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Okay. That's the weed talking. But I have such a good time with my jujitsu. It made me feel better, and if it made me feel better that um. I trained this morning, even though I'm on like four hours sleep, because I told you we went to Uncle Tony's after the barbecue last night, and that's always a big deal. And so they have the party late, you know? They go back and eat again at like one in the morning. It's fucking insane. So you make and yourself like, get up to train. Oh, you know, I had some steak over there. When I went home, I, uh, I, I, I had a couple of hot pockets, but I feel like I worked those off, so I'm back. It's always a daily struggle, Yeah, you know? How are the hot pockets? You know what it was, Jimmy? This is the thing. And I know my voice gets borderline creepy when I talk about food. <laughs> there was a meatball one, or there was a three cheese one. Three cheese or four cheese? Three cheese. Three so what do you what do you what do you do with that, Jimmy? You gotta have both. I had both, Jimmy. I'm not gonna lie to you right now. Well, how would you even choose? I had well, I mean, why right. should you right. choose? You should was your wife man? I was happy. You know why I was happy, Jimmy? Why? I, I had a, such a good day at that Sarah BJ. It's such a good day in general. And uh, at the at the Sarah BJJ barbecue, and I gave out some, uh, I made some guys some black belts. One kid was with me since he's eight years old, John Bram. Another guy, Dave Patton, a uh, former fucking uh, sheriff. That guy, I mean, been with me forever. It's it's like, it, it was a beautiful day. Yeah. People yeah, use family, that word. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, your family. Yeah, my family. Afterwards, Uncle Tony's. What? Did when I, I went home during those, eating those Hot Pockets, you know what I was watching? Again? Yeah, yeah. Doing a Kimura? Did your wife tell you not to eat the Hot Pockets? No, no, she likes me a little chubby. <laughs> she does. She likes when I am I get done and I'm rubbing my belly like Roy Nelson. She doesn't mind that? No, nah, I don't do that. 
that's that could be a turn off. Yeah, but she, I think she's attracted to me. We have a good time. What'd you do? No, keep that between that. That's oh, that, that's husband and wife stuff. I understand. Yeah, Jimmy. If you gotta right? throw it in, maybe I'd get an answer. No, but hey, man, I had a great time today, man. What's going on the next show? Tell me. We got um, Aljo Sterling coming in. Yeah, Aljo's coming in, and uh, we're going to talk to Uriah Faber also. Did, did I tell you that I gave the great Aljo Sterling his brown belt? Brown belt, yes, you did. I got a memory thing. Was awesome. that on air or off air? Am I, that's what I get confused I, Yeah, about. I think you mentioned it to us, but you didn't say it on the show. Yeah, man. We can talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he's kicking, me, kicking us out. Well, he's right, though. It's, got, it's done? a great teaser. All right. Hey, guys, I had a great time today. Always. Right? We'll see you... Uh, on Thursday, and um, you know, Aljo will be in studio, and Uriah will be on the phone. You got nothing to plug? Um, no, I don't have any gigs yet. I will soon. My tour is being announced. We've named the tour. What's the name of the tour? I'll tell you when I announce. What? Oh wait, where are you gonna announce it? Yeah. Oh, but wait, you said you named it. I did, but I announced it. Oh, so. <laughs> but is there a special day to announce it? Probably next week. All right, Jim. I don't know the showbiz stuff, Jimmy. Me neither. I'm a simple, simple boy. That Jimmy either ripped his pants or shit himself. We'll tell you next. <laughs> UFC Unfiltered. Goodbye. Thank you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.